It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 112 of the old radio comedy podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. On Wednesday's podcast, we brought you two episodes of Fibber McGee and Molly. Today, we're bringing you two 15-minute episodes of one of the two spin-off shows from that show, Beulah, a.k.a. The New Beulah Show, which featured several actresses as Beulah, originally appearing in Fibber, McGee, and Molly as their maid. In the first iteration of her new show, called The Marlon Hurt and Beulah Show, the female character was actually played by a white male actor, Marlon Hurt. Beulah was employed as a housekeeper and cook for the Henderson family. Now, after Hurt died in 1946, Bob Corley, another white male actor, took over the role of Beulah, and the show title was changed to The Beulah Show, or The New Beulah Show. In 1947, the role changed hands again to actress Hattie McDaniel, the first time it was in a female's hands. In 1952, it changed again to Lillian Randolph, and in 1953, once more, to her sister, Amanda Randolph, who maintained the role until the show's end in 1954. The show is broadcast in 15-minute segments for most of its run. Beulah also made it to television in 1950 for three seasons. So sit back and relax for the October 9, 1953 and December 24, 1953 broadcasts of The Beulah Show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Hollywood, Instant Postum brings you the new Beulah Show, starring Amanda Randolph as... Beulah, the all-around girl. <laughs> I'm the same size all around. <laughs> yes, from Hollywood, it's a new Beulah Show brought to you transcribed by good-tasting Instant Postum. Love that Postum. <laughs> Enjoying life is something all of us want to do, and the first requirement for that is health. Nobody has fun when their nerves are upset, when they're feeling edgy and out of sorts, all dragged out from loss of sleep. If you suffer from these complaints, it may be that you have coffee nerves. Yes, coffee nerves and restless nights caused by caffeine in coffee or tea. Of course, many folks can handle caffeine without ill effect, but it is a drug that affects lots of people, perhaps you. Well, you can banish coffee nerves by switching to Instant Postum. Because Instant Postum is absolutely caffeine-free. It lets you sleep. So start now to get the most out of life. Don't let caffeine steal your rest. Switch from coffee and tea to delicious Instant Postum. Get a jar of Instant Postum this week at your grocer's. Devoted followers of our plot situations may recall without too great difficulty that Beulah's boyfriend, Bill, was all set to build a rumpus room onto the home of Beulah's employers when an unexpected business reversal caused the Hendersons to abandon the project altogether. Right, Mr. Jacobs. 
Unfortunately, Bill had already invested some of his own money in building materials. Right again. And that leaves poor Bill in a hole without his even picking a shovel or a pick. Mm, at the moment, Beulah is about to enter Bill's fix-it shop. Hello, Billy Boy. Well, baby, this is a surprise. <laughs> I was just coming back from the market, and I thought I'd drop in. Well, I'm glad you stopped by, honey. I want to show you something I got yesterday when I thought I was going to get that building job from the Innocents. You mean all that lumber right on the side of the building? No, no, no. What I'm talking about is right over here in the corner. Yeah? Oh, just feast your eyes right over there, honey. Now, ain't that a beauty? It certainly is, Bill. It's gorgeous. I knew you'd be as crazy about it as I am. I certainly am, honey. What is it? (laughs) Well, woman, that's a genuine all-metal deluxe drill press. Just what I've always wanted. Well, I hope you two will be very happy together. (laughs) What do you do with a thing like this anyway? You drill holes. Any size holes you want, I'll drill them. Oh, I see. How much did you pay for it? Well, I got it on sale for $87.50. You mean to stand there and tell me you paid $87 for a machine that don't do nothing but drill holes? $87.50. Bill, I got a flash for you. This machine will never drill a hole as big as the one you got in your head. (coughs) Oh, now, baby, that's the wrong attitude to take. Listen, William, you're going to spend all the money you had in the world on lumber for a job that you haven't even got. And then you turn around and squander more money on a silly machine to bore holes in it. Now, don't get excited, honey. Don't get excited. I can always return the lumber and get my money back. Well, you better. And one more thing. Get busy and start drilling yourself four or five hundred assorted holes with that machine. What for? Because you're going to return that thing, too. You might as well have a big supply on hand. Oh, no, honey. (laughs) Honestly, Bill, I don't know what would come of you if I didn't keep my eye on you. And now, before you do any more foolish buying, come walk me home. Oh, let's don't walk back, baby. That'll take half hour or more. I can get you there in ten minutes on my motorcycle. No. It'd be quicker if we walked. How'd you figure? Well, we may get there in ten minutes on your motorcycle, but it'll take another hour and a half to pry me out of the sidecar. <laughs> Is that you, Miss Alice? No, just me, Beulah. Oh, hello, Donnie. Would you like some milk and cookies? No, thanks, Beulah. I don't think so. In fact, I probably won't want any milk and cookies for a long time. Hmm, what's the matter, Donnie? You usually drink about a half a quart of milk and eat up a box of cookies every day about this time. Well, that's just it. Cookies and milk run into money. I want to try and save Dad as much money as I can. On account of we're so poor now. So poor? What gave you that idea? Well, Dad lost that big business deal, and we can't afford to have the new rumpus room. Oh, bless your heart, Donnie. That don't mean your dad is flat broke, you know. I'll admit he's no Rockefeller, but I think he can afford to keep you in milk and cookies. Now, sit down and drink this up and nibble on these ginger snaps. Well, okay, Beulah. Just this time. (sighs) But my heart won't be in it. Well, never mind your heart. Just get your teeth in it. (laughs) You know, Donnie... A boy as young as you are shouldn't bother himself with worrying about such things as money. Money doesn't mean a thing. It doesn't? Not a thing. I never worry about money. Gee, Beulah, I'm glad you told me that. You are? Well, yeah. As long as you don't care anything about money, me and Sandy want to go to the movies so you can lend us a buck. Well, what do you know? <laughs> Love that boy. <laughs> 
I think you might start dinner now. Mr. Henderson should be home soon. Oh, it's already started, Miss Alice. Oh, good. Where's Donnie? I haven't seen him since I got back. Well, there's a double feature at the Bijou this afternoon. Oh, fine. I imagine he's right between Roy Rogers and Tyrone Power. Mmm, I'd give a lot to be in that spot myself. <laughs> well, I hope he remembers to get home in time for dinner. Oh, he'll be home in time. They close down the popcorn machines at 5.30 so they can refuel for the night shows. <laughs> Where'd Donnie get money for a matinee, anyway? This morning he was complaining to me he was down to his last nickel. Well, I guess you might say you got it through strategy, Miss Alice. Strategy? Yes, sir. He strategized me right out of a dollar bill. <laughs> oh, that's Donnie. Sometimes I think that boy's going to grow up to be a confidence man. He's got a good start. He's already a confidence boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I certainly wish things had gone well enough so we could have gone ahead with that rumpus room we all wanted so much. Me too, Miss Alice. Bill sure could have used the work. Yes. Isn't it a shame money's so important? Uh-huh. I was just telling Donnie something along the same lines this afternoon. Before he made a liar out of me. Well, I suppose it happens to everybody, though. Sooner or later, money just seems to get into your blood. Well, I'm sure ready for a little transfusion myself. <laughs> <laughs> We're all a little anemic around here. Do you think there's enough peas, Bueller? I think so. Okay, now what do you need? The rice? Yes. You know, Miss Alice, I was thinking after my little talk with Donnie, maybe we could cut down a little on household expenses and that way maybe save enough to pay for the rumpus room. Oh, Beulah, that'd take a lot of cutting down. I don't see how we could possibly do it. Well, we might save quite a bit just on food alone. On food? How? Stop eating the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure somebody could make a million dollars if he'd just discover a cheap substitute for food. Of course, we'd have to have something to eat. But we could raise our own vegetables. I'm afraid we've never had much luck raising vegetables, Beulah. I don't know about that, Miss Alice. If you remember, during the war, I had one of those victory gardens. Yes, that's right. But do you really think that was a success? We won the war, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't argue with you there. Well, now, that takes care of the rice. Now what? Oh, that's about all, I guess, except peeling some onions. But I can do that. No, I'll help. Oh, really, Miss Alice? I can do it all right. No, let me peel some onions, too. Maybe I'll feel better about the rumpus room if I have a good cry. Okay. <laughs> here's an onion and here's a knife. Okay, thanks. Ooh. Oh, this onion really is strong. Yeah. My mama once told me that when you're peeling onions, put a little potato on the end of the knife and you won't cry. Oh. Does that work? Works fine for me. But the poor potato cries his eyes out. <laughs> Potato has nothing on me. Look at my eyes. Mm. You certainly are tearful. I wonder if onions cry when they peel people. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen an onion peel a people. <laughs> I mean, person. Maybe we better stop peeling for a while, huh? Oh, dear. After all, remember the Johnstown flood? <laughs> I haven't cried like this since the last Betty Davis picture I saw. Yeah. I'm all through with my onions, Miss Alice. Yes, I'm through with mine, too, Beulah. Uh, would you hand me that face towel, please? Yeah, here, here you are. Oh. I better get a bath towel for myself. <laughs> Hello? Anybody home? Yes, dear, we're out here in the kitchen. Okay, sweetheart. Oh. Well, hello, everybody. Hi. What? 
What's going on here? Uh, Why all the tears? It's nothing, Mr. Harry. Nothing? No. Uh, Alice, honey, you're crying. Both of you are crying. Oh, no, it's nothing, No, now, no, no, come no, on. Just... No, don't, please. Don't try to hide anything from oh, me. honey, I'm not. That's right, Mr. Harry. There's nothing the matter at all. Nothing the matter at all. That, uh-huh. People just don't cry for no reason at all. Women do. Please, <laughs> darling, there's nothing to get excited about. Beulah and I were, were discussing the rumpus room, and I was helping her oh, with dinner. Oh, so that's it, huh? Uh-huh. The and rumpus what? room, huh? What? Why, Alice, honey, I, I had no idea in the world it meant so much to you. Oh, no, dear. That Don't be silly. Well, That's not it. Now, never you mind, though, honey. You can just dry your eyes now, because we're going to have that room after all. What? Really, Harry? Really? Hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this morning I got a call from the city engineer's office. They want to buy that whole tract of land over on the east side. The whole thing? Every lot. Dog with mustard. <laughs> you see, uh, the idea is the track's going to be a part of the new highway the city's building. Yeah. And they'll pay just what we've been asking for it. And the deal's practically set. Oh, darling, that's wonderful. Oh, I think it's just terrific. And, Beulah, another thing. You can call Bill and tell him to get started just as soon as possible. Hot dog with mustard and relish. But easy on the onions. <laughs> In the theater or at the movies, you can usually spot the villain right away. But in everyday life, it isn't that easy. Take Mr. Coffee Nerves, for example. He's a real villain, but he's usually disguised as sleeplessness, fidgety nerves, a tired, dragged-out feeling. Don't let Mr. Coffee Nerves fool you. Get rid of him fast. (laughs) That makes Postum a hero, all right. Because Postum gives that Mr. Coffee Nerves the old heave-ho. There ain't nothing in Postum to keep you from sleeping all night long. Besides, that good taste of Postums, it gets you. Yes, Beulah Postum is the answer. And remember, just because many people do drink coffee or tea without harm, it's no sign that you can. Don't take a chance on caffeine. Switch to delicious instant Postum today. Drink instant Postum instead of coffee or tea for just ten days. The results will speak for themselves. Well, now the building project is on again. It won't even make Bill happy to hear the news. Now he can keep his drill press and drill all the holes he wants. Hmm. I wonder if I gave him this old gold locket of mine, could he drill a hole in it? Of course, it would ruin the locket, but it sure would make a nice wedding band. (laughs) Ever watch a child playing grown-up? Youngsters love to do it. And here's a hot and hearty mealtime beverage that lets them be grown-up at the table, too. It's Instant Postum. The grown-up drink that's safe for the whole family. Good-tasting instant postum contains no caffeine, no drugs of any kind. 
It's the safe drink that lets you sleep. Why don't you make Instant Postum your all-family drink? You've been listening to The Beulah Show, brought to you transcribed from Hollywood by delicious Instant Postum. The Beulah Show is produced and directed by Stephen Hayes and was written this week by Hal Cantor, Arthur Julian, and Howard Leeds. Music is by Gordon Kibbe. This is Johnny Jacobs speaking. for the new Beulah Show, starring Amanda Randolph as... Beulah, a gal who hopes Santa Claus will pull a husband out of the sack for me. Because if he don't, I'll be the one who's left holding the bag. <laughs> yes, sir, it's the new Beulah Show, brought to you transcribed from Hollywood. Love that man. Keep your eye on the clock and your dial on CBS Radio, and soon as the minutes tick by, St. Nick and CBS Radio will be ready to wish you all a Merry Christmas. And to make your Christmas even merrier, CBS Radio has some bright and shiny comedy hits all wrapped up for happy weekend listening. You'll meet the amusing characters who entertain you all year long with some bright holiday programs. You'll meet Millie over most of these same stations later tonight. She's a white-collar girl whose Christmas stocking is packed with a package of laughter. You'll also meet Junior Miss, who's dreaming up some hilarious holiday hijinks. Some of the Sunday night friends who are decorating the CBS radio airways with merriment are our Miss Brooks, America's favorite school teacher, and Santa Claus's favorite economist, Jack Denny. Then caught between funny trouble and mistletoe is my little Margie, Amos and Andy, and Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, of course. You'll meet them all, you'll laugh at them all, and you'll enjoy spending the holiday season at the Star's Address, CBS Radio. Well, yesterday, Harry Henderson was selected as honorary Santa Claus for the big Christmas party tomorrow, but there was a big mix-up involved, and Harry was sure they'd select someone else instead. Oh, it's all right now, Mr. Jacobs. I explained the whole story to Mr. Harry, and he explained it to the committee. And now Mr. Harry's going to be Santa Claus after all. Well, that's just wonderful. Beulah, it's amazing how you straighten things out. Beulah. Be right in, Miss Alice. Excuse me, Mr. Jacobs. Got to serve breakfast now. Morning, Beulah. Morning, Miss Alice. Morning, Mr. Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Beulah, Santa Claus wants some breakfast. After all, I've been riding the sled through the snow all night. Up, dancer, up, dancer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I may, must say, everyone's in good spirits this morning, huh? Good spirits? Well, why not? Golly, I never thought I'd be chosen honorary Santa Claus. And, of course, if it hadn't been for our Beulah, I wouldn't have been either. She's the girl who made the whole thing possible. Oh, Mr. Harris. No, that's the truth. It is? Mm-hmm. Well, bless my little old heart. <laughs> <laughs> Henderson's right, Beulah. Yeah, and just to show my appreciation, Beulah, you name what you want most for Christmas, and we'll have it under the tree for you on Christmas morning. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? Mr. Henderson means it. Excuse me, folks, but I was just wondering how you'd be able to gift wrap my boyfriend Bill. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I'll pick out something myself, then. Yeah, but right now I've got to be shoving off. Santa Claus has to rent a costume to see about getting a sled. Oh, dear, you'll probably have to chase all over town. Huh? But I can save you a lot of time and trouble, Mr. Harris. Oh, how's that, Bueller? Well, I could sew up a Santa Claus outfit in no time at all. Oh? And Bill could get a sled and fix it up real nice with Christmas decorations. Oh, that's wonderful, Bueller. Gee, that would save a lot of trouble. Yeah. Well, then let's get started, Mr. Harris. Fine. I think there's a tape measure on the back of this doorknob. Yep, here it is. Good. You call out the measurements, Miss Alice, Fine. and I'll mark them down. Okay. Okay, Alice. Your model husband is ready to model. Yes, all right, then. <laughs> now, uh, Beulah, uh, chest 41. Chest 41. Hips 41. Hips 41. Waist 42. <laughs> Waist 42. My goodness, Mr. Harry, you got an hourglass figure. <laughs> Only trouble is, most of the sand seems to be stuck in the middle. Well, I, uh, I wasn't standing quite straight. All right, there. Go on, dear. All right, now let's really measure the waist this time, huh? <laughs> oh, now stand still, honey. <laughs> honey, you're sickly. Stop oh, that. Harry, I've got to find out what... No. Honey. <laughs> Harry, all I can see is that it's 40-something. No, no, no. I can't tell 41. No, no, no. I don't blame you, Miss Pat. Don't, don't, don't. If my waist were in the forties, I'd be no, no, silly no. too. <laughs> oh, there's my boyfriend. Come in. It's Bill, baby. You're burning, blazing hunk of love that's on fire. <laughs> Come on in, you great big false alarm. <laughs> hey, but what is that you're sewing there, baby? Well, can't you guess what I'm sewing, Bill? This is red flannel, isn't it? Uh-huh. And Christmas is coming, isn't it? Well, if that ain't sweet, you make me some long underwear. <laughs> Bill, this is Mr. Harry Santa Claus suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's way too big for Mr. Henderson, baby. Well, it's got to be big, Bill. Mr. Harry's going to stick a lot of pillows and things in there to make him round, you know, like Santa Claus. Yeah, but he wouldn't need any baby if he was built like me. Just look at me, honey. Mm. All that solid. <laughs> uh-huh. Solid slab. <laughs> you know, that gives me an idea, Bill. Now, if this suit will fit you, it'll be perfect for Mr. Harry and a lot of stuffing. How about flipping it on, huh? Okay, honey. I'll just pull it on. Oh, my suit, yeah. Yeah, but be careful now. It's only based it together. Okay, okay. I got it on the pattern yet. Oh, easy with those pants now. Hey, what's all these pieces of newspaper pinned on it for? Well, that's a pattern, Bill. I yeah. cut it out of a newspaper. How does it feel? Well, it feels okay around the news reports, but... <laughs> but it's kind of loose back here in the classified section. <laughs> Let's just slip the coat on now, huh? Okay. There. <laughs> Life sure is funny. I just dropped in to tell you about the sled I found from Mr. Henderson. And here I'm all dressed up like Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, oh, there's that Oreo from next door. You better take off that Santa Claus outfit, Bill. Say, let's play a trick on that busy woman. What do you mean? I'll bet that Oreo still believes in Santa Claus. Yes. Yeah. I'll keep your suit on and see what she says. <laughs> okay, Bill. Here, put these whiskers on, too. Oh, this yeah. ought to be fun, huh? 
Get behind the door there, Bill. Okay. I'm all set now. Come on in, Oreo. Oh, hello, Bill. Hello, Oreo. Hello, Bill. I just got in and told Oh, Oreo, suppose I told you that Santa Claus was right here in this room. What would you say? Well, that's a right nice, intelligent remark. <laughs> anyway, Oriole, just look at the back of you. There's Santa Claus. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas, little girl. Merry Christmas. Well, why do you know? <laughs> Are you really Santa Claus? Oh, of course I'm really Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Have you been a good little girl this year? And have you been kneeling by your bed and saying your prayers? No, I've been saying my prayers under my bed. Now, <laughs> oh, that's a silly way to pray. Not if what you're praying for is to find a man on the bed. <laughs> Oil. Oil, why don't you ask me to put something in your stocking? I will not. He put something in my stocking last year and hurt my toes when I walked around. Santa <laughs> Claus, can't even come down my chimney. Why, sure I can, little girl. I bet you can't. I'll bet I can. All right, I'll bet you a nickel. Okay, it's a bet. Now, what makes you think I can't come down your chimney? <laughs> I haven't got any chimney. <laughs> <laughs> come on, now, give me the nickel. Okay, here you are, little girl. Thanks. And goodbye, now, Beulah. And thanks again for the nickel, Bill. Bill? <laughs> well, she knew me all the time. And she made five cents on the deal. <laughs> Beulah? Yes, Miss Allen? Where's Miss Anderson? Well, as soon as he got home, he rushed right upstairs to try on his Santa Claus suit. Think of him coming down now. Alice? Beulah, take a look. How do you like me as good old St. Nick? Let's see, dear. How do you like me? <laughs> hmm? Oh, honey, you look so funny. <laughs> well, what in the world's wrong? I put in a lot of stuffing. <laughs> oh, Mr. Harris, hmm? all that stuffing belongs in front. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Get it around. There. <laughs> That's better. Uh, say, now, how would you like to hear Santa Claus' speech? Oh, hmm? well. Uh, you see, I have a few words to say to the crowd after the mayor welcomes yeah, me. Yeah, but go on, let's hear it. Uh, yeah, but it feels funny talking through this big beard. What's that? <laughs> <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, and all you kiddies, this is the happiest day of the year. Annual Santa Claus is filled with joy, good cheer, and, uh, and, uh, uh, what else, what else am I filled with? Two pillows, three sweaters, and an army blanket. <laughs> all right, go on with your speech, Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, indeed, this is a wonderful night. And I wish to thank you all. I want to wish to... I want to... The food hide, Santa. Thanks. Honey, are you catching a cold? No, I don't think so. Where was it? Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I can't stay here long because Santa has lots of work tonight. I have to go... East. <laughs> 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 Take a four-way cold tablet. 
Well, that's fine. That's that, that's just dandy. I'm from Santa Claus. I'm al- I'm allergic to my my own. Ronnie, this is terrible. You gotta wear a beard if you're Santa Claus. I know. I know. Well, there's only one solution, Mister Harry. Well, what? 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 what, what, what <laughs> holidays are ahead, in fact, just around the corner, and along with the season of good cheer come the gaily wrapped presents, the tinsel pine trees with their shiny lights and the red and green decorations that are all an integral part of Christmas. With all of this comes another need, the need for safety, the need for prevention of accidents in your home, the need for careful disposal of paper wrappings, the need for caution with those Christmas tree lights and candles. Just a little time and a little care can prevent many needless accidents. Remember, one thoughtless act can cause an accident or a fire. Be sure you make these holidays happy ones by prevention and caution. Have a Merry Christmas, have a happy holiday, and above all, have a safe one. Poor Mr. Harry. He's had none but trouble since he tried to become honorary Santa Claus. Speaking of Santa Claus, I sure hope he's good to all of you this evening, wherever you are. And from all of us to all of you, a very Merry Christmas. The part of Harry Henderson is played by Hugh Studebaker, Alice Henderson by Mary Jane Croft, Oreo by Ruby Dandridge, Bill by Ernest Whitman, and Beulah, of course, by Amanda Randolph. This is Johnny Jacobs speaking. Those were two 15-minute episodes from the final season of The Beulah Show, starring Amanda Randolph in the starring role. If you'd like to suggest a show you'd like to hear on a future episode of this podcast, please tap the links in the show description page and let us know. And please give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show on whichever podcast app you use. I really appreciate it. It's less than two weeks until Christmas. Get that shopping done. I'll see you next time. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. You're feeling strong, my friend. Call me Elf one more time. He's an angry elf.